You have now entered the Penny Bloom Podcast. Hosted by none other than Colton Robinson and Tavares Pennington. I hope you are prepared for a show unlike any that you've ever seen before. Yeah, yeah. I'm it's right. Penny Bloom. Yeah, how's it going? Nah, it is. You living? I'm living. All right. That's, I'm indeed that's alive. I'm just checking, you know. Believe it or not. You're looking a little dead over there. Ah, well, that, thanks. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to move on. <laughs> Today we are discussing Boondocks Season 1, Episode 8, A Huey Freeman Christmas. Yes. And yes, we know it is July. Christmas in July, bitch. <laughs> hey, That's what it's about. Hey, who, who's I that? mean, by the time this is published, it'll be August, but we're recording in July. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, yeah like, we don't give a shit. It's the Boondocks. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about whatever we want. That's right. <laughs> it's our podcast. Facts. It's our world, and we're just living in it. That's right. We, it's our lives, and we are indeed living those lives. This is this is the great gems of philosophy you you find on this show. That's exactly right. And you know what else we're gonna discuss? Do you know what else? We're going to discuss Black's new tape. The six piece. You mean Six Slack? Six Slack. Uh, my name is Black, but sometimes people call me Six Slack. I don't mind because they stubborn and my bank account is looking mighty fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he killed that. He just explained his whole career that like yeah, one just bar. one line. <laughs> just one line. He did it. Did it in one line. And then Wale's new tape. Yep. And, uh, Imperfect Storm. Imperfect Storm. And I'm looking forward to t- talking about those but let's start with a huey freeman christmas this, this is like a, the perfect uh, song for like uh, I- introducing huey freeman i feel like it really is it's what, a, what song is this this is uh this is off of wale's tape this is june 5th in queen's gods Yeah, that shit's hard. It's hard, and we'll talk about it. <laughs> we'll talk about it. Not a good sign that you didn't recognize it off the bat. <laughs> I'm playing. I'm playing. But this was a good episode of the Boondocks. It touches on you know the the general whitewashing of history quite a bit. You know, Boondocks things. Yeah, the t- the typical Boondocks things. And uh, we open on a dream of Jasmine's about. Her preaching to a (laughs) church of Santa. Ho, ho, ho. Let me get a ho, ho, ho. (laughs) Ho, ho, ho. (laughs) It's like, I mean, and that's perfect. That's exactly what a kid would be dreaming about. Oh, yeah. An extremely creative kid. Extremely creative kid. (laughs) Extremely creative. And, um... Passionate one, one oh, yeah. who you know. And then later, when she's given the sermon or given the history lesson about how Santa returns, <laughs> <laughs> Santa returns once a year to give us eternal. Oh shit, my bad. Eternal presence. <laughs> eternal presence. <laughs> she's she's a creative little one, and she I like is. I like her and Huey's relationship throughout the show. Mm-hmm. They they've got a, they've got a fun little back and forth. They do. Because Huey's not a normal ten year old. He's not, not at all. Not, <laughs> not is, in the least. She is a normal ten year old. Huey uh Huey has fantasies about the, the adventures of black Jesus. Exactly, and more on that in a little bit. I wish I was that woke as at ten. Actually, Bro, no, I, I, I if I had a, been like I would be extremely depressed by this point. Oh no shit. <laughs> You're probably right. <laughs> yeah, definitely actually. <laughs> <laughs> we then go to a, a mall. <coughs> in which kids are visiting Santa, you know, because it's Christmas time. And mm-hmm. uh, Riley has beef with Santa. <laughs> Riley has beef with Santa, and he Uh-oh. jumps him <laughs> and tells him, you gonna pay what you owe. What you owe. <laughs> and he fires BB guns at Santa. And uh, this is kind of the uh, extent of Riley's involvement in this episode. He just kind of terrorizes he's just, he's, Santa. He's, he's terrorizing Santa. And frankly, and that's... It's interesting the way that Huey and Riley's storylines parallel each other, mm-hmm. but in the way that they would handle the situation. Yeah, right. Like it's like on one end, Riley's just like, "Nah, fuck all that shit. We finna, we finna run, run up, up on, up on, on right Santa. now. Like, <laughs> I got the choppers, the yappers. We nice got watch. It. Yeah. <laughs> got the red. They got the the scope and the beam. You know, it's over with. <laughs> you put a red dot on Santa's forehead. <laughs> <laughs> and then motherfucking Huey's over here like. Just take my name off of it. It's Just not my vision. It's, <laughs> not, it's not my vision. 
I love Regina King, man. I do. She's perfect. I, I can't believe she, like, it blew my mind when it's I realized not she my did vision. both of them. <laughs> Oh Anyways. yeah, and Riley has a uh, a pseudonym, uh, the Santa Stalker. <laughs> oh yeah, the Santa Stalker. <laughs> I guess he terrorizes Santa every year because yeah. he's apparently well known. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> like they were worried about him <laughs> the entire time. No, definitely. Um, they uh, it was, I thought it was interesting too how they like kind of portray at the beginning, like when they're introducing kind of this whole like concept of of Christmas. Huey is trying to explain sort of like. Like they're, you know, they, like they have the his teacher asking him, like, oh, like what, like I want you to direct it, and then you know his his grandfather's being like, oh, like what, like what's the history of Christmas, and like every time he starts explaining these things, they just kind of like, I'm not even listening. Eyes to glazed over, that's, just that's like, what, and Granddad's like, okay. it was boring. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, they, they're pretty explicit about it when it gets to Granddad, but like I think that's the point of of. Having that, that, that was the point of having that white teacher there is to be like, yeah, like even in moments where like you feel like um, a white person might be doing a good thing, being like, oh, hey, let's have like this black perspective on. It's just not mm. going to turn out that way because <laughs> yeah. they don't understand what what they're being told. <laughs> He's like, you will lose your job <laughs> because, for being an irresponsible white man. I got that right here. After after Santa curses out all the people for not helping him from being <laughs> from being jumped by Riley, yeah. <laughs> we then switch to uh, Huey's classroom, where his uh, culturally sensitive teacher Harold Kennedy Uberwitz is teaching a lesson on Kwanzaa. Uberwitz, <laughs> I just figured it out. <laughs> Uberwitz, it just, it just like, clicked. He's yeah. super smart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just clicked that. I just clicked <laughs> But he's teaching a lesson on Kwanzaa, and he's just failing poorly. But he's he's trying. He's trying. He's, he's trying. trying. Uberwitz. <laughs> and when he uh, he approaches Huey about uh, putting on the Christmas play, writing it, giving him full creative control, <laughs> and uh, he tells him, "I don't give a fuck about Christmas," <laughs> <laughs> which. Is very Huey of him. Very That's exactly Huey. what you expect of him. And then he tells, he says, "I want to give you free creative control." He's like, "You will get fired. <laughs> you will get fired. I will, I will tear asunder your illusions. <laughs> <laughs> tear asunder." <laughs> <laughs> Just think of a ten-year-old saying, saying, "I will tear, tear asunder, asunder your illusions <laughs> about society." <laughs> I would just stop every if I if I met like a Huey Newton type or a, a, Huey, a Freeman. Huey Freeman type kid, I or would a just Huey Newton type or a kid, Huey, frankly. Yeah, honestly, I mean, what what do you think Huey Newton was like as a kid? He actually talks about that in Revolutionary Suicide quite a bit. He was he was not nearly what he ended up being is what he talks about. He's really? like I was not nearly as informed. I wasn't near. Yeah, I feel like this. Yeah. It was around college and mm-hmm. when he actually That's started. Usually. Well, actually, the end of high school is when he really started learning how to read and really learning how. Uh. to push himself towards those sorts of interests yeah. uh-huh uh yeah no but if i saw a kid like that i'd just stop everything and be like i will pay for you to go to college like right now <laughs> right like, now like i will enroll you in everything like i will make it happen <laughs> i will enroll you under my name <laughs> under my name yes you just you uh, attend the classes just 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 be you and then you come <laughs> back and teach me this shit yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> i want to hear you talk about it <laughs> in regina king's voice <laughs> <laughs> and then uh we cut to granddad watching tv and it's a Christmas special, and he's tearing up, and he's like, see, that's what Christmas all about. <laughs> and uh, Huey informs his granddad about the history of Christmas and how <laughs> Jesus would hate him for celebrating <laughs> it. <laughs> Jesus would probably hate you for celebrating Christmas. It's a pagan holiday. <laughs> he gave a pretty interesting explanation about how it was banned in 1800. Yeah. And then Congress, li- and then, like, and then granddad zones out so we don't get to hear the rest but i was like what was he about to say there's a part about there's a part about um how people on christmas used to like throw these wild parties and shit and then like the guys would have they said that the guys would have sex with with each other and beat their wives yeah (laughs) (laughs) and then he then i can't remember the congress part and then it went well, well because yeah. that's what oh okay, the congress okay. part was what was interrupted by the uh. <laughs> that granddad was imagining yeah. from Huey's mouth and then granddad takes away from it gay sex and congress blah 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 gay sex blah 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 congress and that's when Huey realizes he has to put on a production 
He's yeah. like, I can't just say what I'd normally say. I've yeah. got I've got to really do this. You got to make these people feel. And, it. As, and as that's happening, Riley is uh, writing a letter to Santa. <laughs> Dear Santa, Dear Santa, you a bitch nigga. Wait, 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 wait. wait, wait, wait. wait. I don't want to say that. You a bitch ass nigga. He <laughs> <laughs> just, just. Riley's such a funny ass kid. Dude. And, he, and then he again ends the letter with, "You will pay what you owe." <laughs> Sincerely, Santa Stalker. <laughs> You will pay what you owe. <laughs> <laughs> and at this point, you're like, "What does what does Riley want from yeah, Santa?" Right. You're like, "What's going on?" And then the very next scene, <laughs> Riley's—I mean, uh, Jasmine's giving her whole. Uh, and then Santa returns one night a year to gift eternal presents. <laughs> and Riley's like, "Man, fuck Santa! He ain't come to see me when I was in the hood." <laughs> All I asked was for, for was rims. <laughs> I ain't even with the whole car. Not even a car, just rims. <laughs> it's not even a car. <laughs> he will pay what he owes. <laughs> what you gonna do with rims and no car? That's a, I, I love Riley, man. <laughs> I love them, but I love Riley and Huey in completely yeah, different for, ways. Completely They're so different, funny. Yeah. They're such a great combo. <laughs> and then uh, Mr. Uh, Uberwitz next walks into his classroom to find a whole movie production office <laughs> in which Jasmine's the secretary and he has to set up and schedule a meeting with Huey <laughs> and he has to wait and sit in line and everything in a matter of a day. He's blown up this. Uh, well, he got a contract. Mm-hmm. And at that point, he was like, I get full creative control. Yep. I have carte blanche or Kate Blanchett, as uh, they say in 22 Jump Street. <laughs> When uh, Mr. Uberwitz finally gets to see Huey, he uh, <laughs> greets him alongside Quincy Jones, who is now co-producing the, <laughs> the school's production. <laughs> you don't want to fuck with Quincy Jones. No, no, Never. not at all. Not it's at so all. interesting to me that Rashida Jones is his daughter. Yeah, yeah, it, it is. always has been. It always just, yeah. She she played a woman named Karen in The Office. She did. She was always a cool Karen, though. She, yeah, they, they made they, like they wrote her character annoying, but Karen like, I never disliked Karen. I was oh, just kind of like, I mean, she's. A little I actually really up. enjoyed her. Yeah, most of the time. Most of the time, just as I enjoy most people most of the time. They're, everyone's got their shit, you know. Most characters, anyway. Fair, fair. But then, uh, when Huey walks into the gym and sees all the kids dancing and. Uh, Scratching the one kid playing DJ up in front of everybody. He kicks over the turntable, yeah. takes the mic, and goes, What the fuck y'all doing? Shut <laughs> goddamn box. <laughs> and he was like, We're just having some fun. He's like, The Christmas play is in two days. Y'all got time to have fun. Then he uh, fires all of them. Then he fires all of them. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, Get out. Get the fuck out. Don't look at Quincy Jones. Quincy Jones ain't going to help you. <laughs> God, I fucking love this show, man. But next, we t- we cut to the uh, mall again where Uncle Ruckus has become Santa security. Uncle Ruckus, no relation. <laughs> has become Santa security to protect from Riley. <laughs> As a girl is sitting on Santa's lap, she goes, uh, Santa, there's a red dot on your forehead. <laughs> And we got to Riley, who's pointing a BB pistol at his forehead. And when he fires it, Uncle Ruckus screams, No! And dives in front of it. He goes, That had to have torn a spleen or something. That's it. Uncle Ruckus is just the fucking worst. After, uh, after Riley uh, shoots Uncle Ruckus accidentally, <laughs> Santa... And he uses the kid that was sitting on his lap as a human shield. <laughs> and then after that fails, he runs away. <laughs> Riley's just peppering Riley's everybody <laughs> with BB bullets in pursuit of Santa, screaming, Santa's "You will stalker. pay what you owe. You will pay what you owe." Yeah, that's that's Riley for you. Yeah, Riley's a, a determined little rascal. Oh yeah. We then cut to a uh, production meeting with uh, Huey, Quincy Jones, and Mr. Uberwitz, where uh, <laughs> production meeting. Huey is asked about, should they hire uh, this teacher or Denzel? <laughs> and he goes, I think Denzel. And Quincy Jones is like, yeah. I yeah, think I think so, too. too. And then, uh, then should we get 
Mrs. I'm gonna go Wilson <laughs> or Angela Bas- Bassett. <laughs> <laughs> Wilson, how did she? <laughs> she had an impressive script reading. She really did. <laughs> <laughs> but I say Angela Bassett. I say Angela Bassett. <laughs> <laughs> How are we going to afford Denzel Washington and Angela Bassett? <laughs> and this is where Huey Huey he becomes, he, be, he is the essence of what Huey represents, which is, this is more important than money. <laughs> <laughs> Damn the budget! <laughs> That's what he says. <laughs> he says, uh, what we're doing will change Christmas and elementary school theater forever. <laughs> Yeah, which is definitely like a hallmark of how Huey operates. He's 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 a he's a trendsetter, you know. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> and he uses his contract here to get out of all confrontation. He's yeah, like, basically. Hey, I've got free. I've, I've got, got free, free creative control. Full you have to pay control. for all of this. Guy. <laughs> So yeah, space in the budget for a casting director. <laughs> Dude, this man's amazing. And then we get a montage of him working tirelessly day and night next to his Malcolm X poster where he uh, <laughs> where he literally works all the way through the night. When he gets to school the next morning, Jasmine just peppers him with meetings he's missed and the fact <laughs> that uh, the PTA is boycotting his uh, production because Huey fired all the kids. <laughs> to which Huey responds, don't care. Don't care. <laughs> <laughs> he's just, he's he's who I want to be. I know, honestly. <laughs> he's, he's just, he's, he's my spirit. You yeah. Know? <laughs> he then meets with the principal where they tell him that the play is perfect. Just one or two corrections. There's a continuity error on page 32. You know, that scene should probably be at night. <laughs> and, uh, oh yeah, Jesus can't be black. And the, and the, in the, the play titled the adventures of black Jesus, the adventures of black Jesus, <laughs> Jesus can't be black. Maybe we could, uh, change his race and then uh, make teach- a mini color. <laughs> How about white? <laughs> like, come on, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's exactly how, 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 how we um, could probably get away with Italian. <laughs> Come on. We could probably get away. And then the principal's like, Jesus was Middle Eastern. <laughs> and then Huey has to drop knowledge on him. He again. has to drop knowledge on him again. Like wait, Many what people you... of Middle Eastern descent, like Arab people, are also dark Afri- of African descent. Mm-hmm. Or people you would consider black. <laughs> <laughs> and to this response. What did he say? He tore up his contract. Yeah, he tore up his contract. <laughs> he was like, he was like, see, I've got like, a contract. For some reason, he did something that showed he did not care. <laughs> yeah, he was like, I've got a contract, and he's like, all right, well, let me see your contract. Fuck your contract. Right. No, but you see, but you see how that works, right? Like, as soon as someone comes in there and says, like, oh, like, there's a contract, which means it's written in stone. It's always written in stone, just until someone in the right Destroys position the decides stone. it's not. And they're like, yeah, yeah, nah, we're not doing that. That's exactly how it works. And it's just over with from there. And Huey Hunt kind of had to accept his loss at that point. It's a it's a lack of checks and balances. No checking power. None at all. I want to be a tyrannical principal someday. Yeah, that sounds like the dream. Sounds like so fun. You run your own empire. (laughs) (laughs) Emperor and Jataka. (laughs) (laughs) Uncle Ruckus is now dressed as Santa for the kids. <laughs> and he explains to them that Santa has Rivadalago, <laughs> the opposite of what Michael Jackson has. <laughs> Rivadalago. <laughs> Dude, this man is... Yeah, Uncle Ruckus is... He's every a, single thing he says is racist. It's, 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 it's crazy how he's like actually like one of the, like the, main, one of the main characters in the show. Oh, he's in every episode. Yeah. Like he he's like one of the most important like antitheses to uh, everything happening in the show. Absolutely. And uh, one of the people in the crowd goes, "I heard he's the only guy they could find to do it <laughs> <laughs> because everyone's afraid of the Santa stalker. <laughs> the Santa stalker he just beats the shit out of all the Santas." <laughs> Next, we see a uh, Huey leaving his own play when he can't get his black Jesus. Asks uh, Uberwitz to take his name off of it because. It's not his vision. It's not my vision. (laughs) Huey's a real one, man. Stands stands by his work. He does. He does. Uberwitz calls the principal, and he's like, yeah, it's taken care of. We'll Mm -hmm. be ready to put the play on tomorrow. And he seems really disappointed. Yeah. I was proud of him for being disappointed, you know? know? He was like, man, 
fuck the principal. <laughs> I was like, you should have said that. But yeah, but yeah, yeah, but you yeah. got you got <laughs> fired anyway. <laughs> you know, I mean, come on, and then get he- your money's worth. <laughs> <laughs> Riley tells uh, Jasmine in the next scene that Santa isn't real, <laughs> which she uh, she breaks down at, mm-hmm. which was interesting that just like one thing Riley says was like enough for her. Right. She you was like, know. Riley. It's a little kid. <laughs> what? No. And then Uncle Ruckus has a uh, bittersweet moment in which he is extremely racist. Uh, yeah, again. Yeah. But uh, convinces Jasmine that uh, <laughs> Santa's real. Or as he says it, as real as the Irish blood running through his veins. <laughs> so, you know, you get the gist. <laughs> yeah. He's uh, a... <laughs> he's, he's such a fucking... <laughs> that's such a funny fucking character, but it it's is. terrible. It is terrible. And the only reason that it's funny is because, like we said earlier off mic, it's his relentlessness. Oh, yeah. It's like unrelenting racism. Just, just, just everything he says. Mm-hmm. He's always, that's, that's, he always is, that's has, what part of what the show is. Yeah, right. He always just takes everything and views it in the most racist light that you can, which is. Um, it's so interesting having rewatched having rewatched this show during reading how to be an anti-racist <laughs> because there's so many of the same themes yeah, that he yeah. describes in how those to be an tro- anti-racist. Those, those tropes are real. Like, it's yeah, like, they are. Yeah. And, and like, it's not hard to like get comfortable with them because they're just kind of in our, like embedded in our society. It's crazy. But yeah, Jasmine's reassured by this. She's like, well, thank God Santa's as real as the Irish blood running through your veins. <laughs> You black man. (laughs) (laughs) You're a black guy, man. If you have any Irish blood, it's way back there. (laughs) Way back there. (laughs) Those in attendance loved Huey's play. And Uberwitz went ahead and put it on with Black Jesus, Mm -hmm. which is why he got fired. But the uh, PTA protest had gained some ground. So uh, there was like seven people in attendance. (laughs) But people got to see his vision that night, and that's all that Huey really cared about. Yeah. <laughs> he goes on to uh, goes on to tell us that Uberwitz would become an African American studies <laughs> professor <laughs> at a college. <laughs> he, he would basically become more culturally adept, I guess. Yeah, he's like he, poorly teaching ten year olds about Kwanzaa to being a professor of African American studies <laughs> at a college. <laughs> Seems, seems society like a good idea. Works. Yeah, this is how society, how the, how the tables turn. Oh, how the turntables. How the turntables. And at the very end, Riley confronts Uncle Ruckus and says, I heard you work for Santa. <laughs> <laughs> Tell him I'll be waiting for his ass <laughs> next year, and he better pay what he owe. <laughs> and then he shoots him in the forehead. <laughs> and the, gun, the BB gun BB is gun. smoking yeah. and everything. <laughs> God, yeah. it's just a great ep- it's just a great show. It is. We could have talked about any episode. They, they always frank. they always just like find ways to take things that are just like really like not necessarily hot button but controversial sort of social things that everyone may not be educated about and they find a way to satirize it so that you also understand how outlandish these some of these characters are being but like at the same time like find it funny. <laughs> <laughs> and like that's what Adult Swim's pretty good about that with yeah. a lot of shows is making the satirical, outlandish comedies mm-hmm. that really dig into it. Yeah. They're like, you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> definitely. And that's definitely. what Adult Swim's always been about. Oh yeah. It's just like, man, fuck this shit. <laughs> fuck this. Do what you want. Do what you want. Yeah. Robot Talk about ch- what ro- you want. Talk about Robot Chicken. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, fuck it <laughs> I don't even I just know that show is weird like my brother used to watch that yeah I used to watch it when I was like you you ever wake up in the middle of the night yeah, yeah. It, it, Robot Chicken was one yeah. of those that was on for me yeah unless it was on Nickelodeon when of course it was let's say it together George Lopez George Lopez yeah okay. that was the common one yeah <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> Let's say it together. I don't know. I was just. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was like, it was just kind of quick. <laughs> I don't know. It's <laughs> like Nickelodeon. Um, what, what came on Nickelodeon? <laughs> <laughs> Nick at night. <laughs> but yeah, um, that was a good episode of the Boondocks. It was for sure. Santa, sure. you got to get your real knowledge, and you know a lot of things. Everything he was saying is actually true. So yeah, Huey's a Huey's a, uh, a smart little kid. Leave what you want. I'll believe the Boondocks. As will I. 
Let's talk about uh, Wale and Black's new music, or Six Lack. From henceforth, I will be uh, referring to him as Six Lack. Okay. All right. That's cool. That's it's usually cool. That's usually how I refer to him. Wait, do you still? Uh-oh. I mean, it's it's kind of a fifty fifty thing. Depends on the moment. I don't. I, I never really like catch myself saying his name that much, but uh, yeah, it's I, like I, I try to say black just because I. I it was also like, kind of depends on who I'm around. That's that's true. That's true. And I don't know why. It's just kind of like. And if someone else has said his name, I usually just say it the way they said it. Mm. So yeah. it's like, I, like if someone says six lack, I don't want to be a dick and be, be like, like oh yeah, black. black. <laughs> But like on the other hand, like that is his name. That's that is his wanted. name. Like six lack is just it's uh, you know. But I guess he's he okay with it. He did put six at high. His name is six lack, or high. His name is black. But sometimes people call him six lack. He doesn't mind because they're stubborn, and his bank account is looking mighty fine. <laughs> <laughs> he said that he word said for it. word, <laughs> proof. <laughs> <laughs> we can call him six lack. He gave us permission right there. <laughs> He didn't give us permission. Just, he just says he doesn't mind. Yeah, I was going to say, that line of reasoning I've heard so many times. It's, it's no, no, it's but no, okay. It's, it's no, but like, fuck. I just want this conversation over. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> let's talk Let's talk six likes in one first. God damn it. Dude, I loved it. I loved uh, this album. Yeah, or no, this EP. Six Piece Hot was a... And just thinking aesthetically, Six Piece Hot is a... A, that's a uh, bold, bold name to start with. Yeah, you're like, so this shit better be hot. It's going to be six pieces. It's going to be hot. It's going to be like hot. Like, that was clever. You know, six songs. Yeah. Six, six pieces. pieces. Hot. Like, fire. Fuego. Fuego. <laughs> hot sauce. On the side. Yeah. EP. <laughs> EP. You know, I love me an EP. And ex- like, it's interesting. What's, what's EP and LP? What's the difference here? Wasn't, I thought it was extended playlist. And limited playlist, but I'm probably wrong about that. Well, LP is longer than an EP. That's what confused me. Because <laughs> that's why. That's why. Playlist. And, yeah, I don't. I, I I actually never have known what EP I, or or play because uh, even it's like because people don't usually label. No EP LPs. is more than like six seven songs maybe, but yeah. that's a short has playlist. That's n- in no yeah. world an extended and see, like, playlist. There are albums that are seven songs. So what makes this are albums LPs? Is that how that works? I don't know. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't. I I just know, like blank face LP. Like why? Why? Why would he? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Jesus, now I gotta know. Now you gotta know. Yeah, and inform me. But while you're looking that up, I'm gonna tell the people that uh, Six Lakes' new album was fucking fire. <laughs> My uh, I mean. He kicks it off strong with ATL Freestyle. That one he also dropped as a single before he dropped the CP. Mm-hmm. And I, I really dug that one, but he really hits a stride on Long Nights, the second song. That's like classic Black. That's Free Black, the first album he put out, Type Vibes. EP stands for Extended Playlist, a project or body of work too short to be an album, but more than one song. Um. And then LP stands for long play, which is in essence a full length album. Okay, cool. That's stupid though. Like, yeah, it's like fuck it, you know. Yeah, I don't, I'm gonna call them albums. These <laughs> terms are arbitrary. But what do you thought? What do you? Th- uh, what did you think of Black's new one? Oh yeah, no, he kills it. Like he came back with the with the free Black vibes, and that's what. That's people. all I want, and not even not, that's not even all I want. Like, pretty. Uh, like, um, yeah, don't get me wrong, but I love that. His his lot his last album. Um, is that Pretty Little Fear? No, what was the name was, of the uh, album? It was a uh, uh, East Atlanta love letter. love letter. Yeah, that was a fucking good that album was a too. Really good album. East Atlanta like, love letter. Just like what what I feel like Black is known for is just kind of being like this guy who can take like his Atlanta sound and make it to be something like this like neo soul like street r&b sort of thing and that's that's exactly what it has to be is and that's the perfect genre title for what he does neo soul street r&b because there's nothing else that you can fit it into because he does enough singing for it not to be Uh rap 
but he does enough rapping for it. Does, but he does just enough R and B. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he he just knows how to how to fit the vibe and like that's he really more, does. More like musicians are just like learning to capture a sound more than anything. I feel like like it's not necessarily always about what they're saying. Like they're Absolutely. in essence saying you know pretty bland basic things, but they're just creating a vibe around it. That and you know it's it's hard. <coughs> When you look at the scope of what hip hop has been and what it's done, it's 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 always incredible whenever you get new shit, mm-hmm. like stuff that you feel like you've never heard before. But that's rare. Yeah. So it's like I get like that's why capturing the sound is so much more important now than the lyrical content mm-hmm. is because most of the lyrical content has been yeah. expended. Yeah, you know, right. <laughs> like like it's it's only all out so there. Many, all all the music is out only, there. There's almost there's only so much shit you yeah, can right. say. There's only so many broken relationships. There's only so many broken hearts. Like you know, it's just yeah, it's and, and and like I like it. I'll listen I'll to listen it every to it, time. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I'm not I'm not trying to say he's unoriginal or anything. He's still a talented songwriter. Yeah. Just because the subject he's writing about is a common one doesn't make it mm-hmm. less. Yeah. You know? Right. Right. But, um, but yeah, that, and that's what he's always been about is those the broken relationships sort of thing. And then his East Atlanta love letter that was like a love letter to his daughter. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> that was cool. That was yeah. Um, yeah, I think outside has to has to probably be outside or um, elephant in the room. elephant in the room. Shit's too good. Like, honestly, like, oh, let me see. In terms of what like just the songs in this album atl freestyle is the only one that kind of like it, it's not even bad it's just like the only one that i'm like uh probably i don't go i don't yeah i don't it. feel the need to go back and be like oh let me listen to atl freestyle but basically every other song like i can be like yeah i'd listen anytime to <laughs> yeah absolutely and uh no my rights is a good one with little baby yeah and little baby is a guaranteed banger of a oh, feature yeah. every time i see the man's him, just too good i'm like something he's probably gonna be doing something here man's fuego 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 i still i'm still upset that black cut his hair yeah i really loved his hair man it's just i mean you know fuck it it's your hair I mean, but, yeah, but like you know you just it, it, it was it was interesting of him too because you know i i like to think that he didn't want it to stick as a brand yeah, no, I think so too. I think he was like, "Shit, I put out one album like this, and now people probably expect me to keep this hair forever." Yeah, yeah. and I don't want to keep this hair forever. No, but like, I feel like the 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 branding of of that hair and that whole vibe that he had on Free Black was just oh, so was fucking unique, and everybody oh, was just was oh was they, they were gonna be okay with that just being black like. Forever, like was, I was. I, was I, okay. I didn't need him me to either. develop as me, an artist at all. Either. I was. Like, I was like, you are already perfect. <laughs> yeah, I was like, just keep doing this. Keep. And somehow he's still he's still done yeah, more. He he changed. You know, he he added a lot of light and, and color and shit to the the shit that he does. And I'm like, well, it's because his life's go- like yeah, that's right. what his lyrical content is right. about is pr- progressively getting lighter and mm-hmm. lighter. It's because. Free Black, he was more about how he was. He talks a lot about how he lived on the streets for a yeah, little bit. Yeah, he's just in toxic situations. And yeah, um, bl- uh, the weekend kind of had a similar trajectory when you think about it. Like he, he definitely. Yeah, you're extremely like correct about that. that. Like he started with this like the black and white album covers. Black and, and white everything. album covers, like crazy hair, like super mm-hmm. moody, like just just real huh. <laughs> yeah. like the exact same trajectory <laughs> yeah. just much more expanded yeah. than black yeah right because uh, like you just think like i feel like east atlanta love letter would probably be the equivalent to like starboy right he has beauty behind the madness and then he has the trilogy all three of those mixtapes and then he has beauty behind the madness oh no he has kiss land and then beauty behind the madness and then mm-hmm. um um, Starboy and then um, the EP or whatever, um, melodrama, melodrama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah so because right after Beauty, because I remember in 2015 he released Beauty Upon the Madness and I was like, that's right. I was like, this okay. is like, that's the one with the hills, yeah. right? Yeah. All of those. Songs. I, l- I yeah, that that song makes me more nostalgic than most songs. Me too. Me, I just I just remember being on the bus like 
Yo, that tenth grade. The bus. <laughs> the <laughs> bus, bro. <laughs> That's what it reminds me of. Yeah. And it it was bus rides to and from yeah. football games. Oh though. shit. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it, because that was a that was a popular one that came up and well, in my headphones like because around uh, in 2015 when uh-huh. that came out, w- uh, we were in the playoffs and we were going across the state to St. Louis. Oh. So I just had to. Yeah. cycle through music <laughs> and one that always stood out was the hills oh, yeah for some reason and now i associate it with those bus rides yeah, yeah. you know i just i think about that song because it used to play on the uh on the radio on the bus at like six in the morning when i got <laughs> on there and i'm just like well it was a huge pop it was hit. huge it would, ev- it would play basically every day like i would expect <laughs> it like yeah it's yeah. <laughs> <Just> like yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's just yeah, so good just the way his vocals sound on there too and that's another thing that black i think kind of got like that's why the weekend comparisons make sense is that he like uses his vocals to be like really like um airy or atmospheric like it's like mm-hmm. this like real like almost is it, it's almost like house music kind of you like you know how like yeah. house music has that like real like vibe i don't know how to explain it yeah i get it's like you're uh it's the way that I've always looked at that vibe is like uh, you're there with them. Yeah. Like it feels yeah. it feels like they're mm-hmm. like you're it's so hard to put into words. <laughs> it's uh, it's like you're at a concert without being at a concert yeah. Yeah. and without all the people around. You. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's just this person. It's like if you were one on one at a concert with the artist singing mm-hmm. to you. That's what black reminds oh, me. Oh, yeah. Of. No, I could, I could definitely see that. We got to Honestly, free black is probably a classic album. For me, it is. And I don't expect that to be a popular opinion. Just, I mean, I expect people to love that yeah. album. Don't get me wrong. But there are people who are stingy about labeling albums as classics. But if something personally has been huge, yeah. like a massive revisit uh-huh. in my life, it's that's a classic. A classic like it's, it, it's a classic. If, I, if I'm just constantly going back to this album years later and I'm like, every time I listen to it, it hits the same. And I will never stop listening to Free Black. Oh, yeah. No. Never. I have listened to it, and I, specifically around fall, mm. fall to winter is usually when I yeah, go into a, yeah, that's, a, a black that's phase. That's when I figured, well, that's when I learned about, learned about him in, like, an, like November-ish, I think. Mm-hmm. And that, and that album will always just remind me of that time of mm-hmm. the year, too. So I, I God, commonly visit that. Was that, was Free Black 2017? Damn. 2017. That was our junior year? Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Adam Ryan put me on a free black. Wait a second. Would free black... So you're telling me you discovered black our senior year? No, junior. Wait. Well, 2017-2018, if it was in November, you would have discovered him our senior year. That's crazy to me. No. It had... No. 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 <laughs> no. no. Cause, Cause, that would have been about the time I discovered Black, and I don't think it was my senior yeah, year. No, no, but I think it, you graduated in 2018. So the first semester had to have been 2017, and if you discovered him in November and the album came out in 2017, there's only one option. <laughs> Yo. Yo. <laughs> I don't like this. <laughs> Yo, the time trip going on right now is insane. I, I feel like that was forever ago. I don't ago. like this. Not my senior year. I don't year. like this at all. <laughs> that's like, that's two and a half years ago. That's bullshit. Don't give me that. <laughs> <laughs> don't give me that. Yo, like we were in high school. Uh, that's absurd. But, uh. I, no, no, it was our junior year, and I'm settling. Yeah, no, it had to be. It, it had, had to, to be. I feel like there's. Oh, was the bonus version put out in our senior year? Mm. I think that's what it was. That, it definitely was. It definitely was because I remember I played that for uh, uh, our newspaper class too. We, yeah, no, but we um, commonly cycled. Through I remember that. I showed it to. I showed it. There was like I showed the songs to Jasmine one time, for, go, leaving like a debate tournament. I was taking her home or something. Mm-hmm. And I remember that because I wouldn't have been taking her home if it wasn't my senior year. Because she was a freshman. That's true. Yeah, okay. That's, yeah. So it had it to be had your to, senior year? It had year? to be your, well, it, it, the bonus was our senior The bonus, okay, senior. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
that was yeah scary. okay then i'm settling that on was a fucking scary yeah i was like no way yeah, not was, two and a half years ago that i discovered I was black like, because east atlanta love letter came out in 2018 yeah so i was like there's no way those albums are one year apart long time between black free black and it was 2016 it had to have been the original version of free black okay yeah i bet that. that's that's what i'm settling yeah. on yeah that has to be it Okay, glad we got that yeah. straightened out. <laughs> Next, we're going to talk about uh, Wale. <laughs> but, but for real, you should check out Six Piece Hot by, by Black. That's a, it's a good SCP. Wale's new one. What was it called? Um, the Imperfect Storm. I've never heard more dancey, socially conscious rap. Yeah, no, it's it, he was he's kind of checking his boxes on this one. I feel like a lot of Wale's career is him proving that he can make, uh, for lack of a better word, radio music, because like he has he has those radio hits, obviously, and that's why people even know who he is. But he always yeah, like Lotus Flower Bomb, Running Back. Yeah. He, but but he always gets discredited because people are like, oh, like you know, it's Wale, like he's still just Wale, right? Like. But he's like, but he's no, like, oh, like, I make just I make as many hits as your favorite rapper. Favorite rapper. Like, you know, I really do. And, and, and that's what he's trying to prove with every project he puts out, which is fine. Like, obviously, he has, he has to go about his own way, and that's how he stays hungry and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, no, that's what, that's what this sounds like, is a way for him to kind of check his boxes and be like, all right, so, like, you all are looking for, like, this, like, really, like, upbeat vibe, right? Something that you can, you can, you can dance to, but you're also Absolutely. looking for something that has thought behind it. And he's like... That's, that's me. That. Like that's me. He's like he's like I do that <laughs> on almost every yeah, project. Because right. <laughs> that's really what he's always been yeah. about. He's always been a pretty socially conscious mm-hmm. rapper. And I mean, like, because he's he's got that song about Cap. That I don't I don't know if that's available on streaming services. About or if it's just SoundCloud. Kaepernick. Oh. <laughs> My bad. I only said Cap. I was like, well, that's that was kind of a nickname. Uh, but uh, he's got some incredible incredible music. I've always mm-hmm. loved Wale. I'm trying to remember what the first Wale song I would have heard was. Damn. Maybe Lotus Flower Bomb. No, I, I think mine is Ambition. Ambition was definitely... Even if that wasn't my first Wale song, like that was the first song by Wale that I ever was like, I really fuck with this dude. Like, I get you. Yeah, I, I have to guess mine was Lotus Flower Bomb. Yeah, I bet most people probably was though. That was a huge radio song, and it was when I was eleven. I always thought Miguel. I, thought, I always thought that was a Miguel song, honestly. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, Wale does great on mm-hmm. that song. Don't get me wrong, but Miguel makes mm-hmm. that song. Yeah, that's a fucking great song. And isn't there another? Uh, there's another Wale Miguel co- collab. I'm pretty sure that is a Miguel song called Coffee. Ooh. Fucking in the morning. Wale Coffee is on in the morning. I mean, I feel like he no, is. I don't think he, I don't think he is. I know that song well. well. I used to. I don't listen to Wale as much anymore. So. I could have swore he was on that song. Yeah, featuring Wale. I can't remember his verse, but <laughs> this is these are bad examples of how Wale has put out hits because <laughs> I can't. I don't remember him as much as I remember Wale. <laughs> I mean, as I remember uh, Miguel, but. <laughs> Oh, that's oh, the other that's one. I fuck with the other. He has two coffee songs. Oh, he has the he, yeah. There's a remix and a, the original coffee. Damn. That's right. I forgot about that. I'll play it next. Yeah, I was just I was just, was just trying to remind myself of what it sounded like. I was, I was like, I know I used to listen to the song all the time. But yeah, Wally's new one's good. He starts out with a uh, moving different, which is a. Uh, that's that's the real that's the danciest one. Yeah. That's like yeah. you c- you will get down to that shit. It's impossible not to dance to it as soon as it comes on. Mm-hmm. And then this one, this is blue, yellow, green, pink, white. Blue, yellow, green, pink, white. That's just it's, and it's fun. Yeah, no, he has fucking fun, fun when he raps. The sad thing to me though is that I can't imagine ever walking into a club, even without the pretext of Corona. And the pretext of me having never been to an actual club. I can't imagine walking to a club and hearing Wale. <laughs> yeah, you walk in blue, yellow, green, pink, white. <laughs> Lord, it's flower bomb. <laughs> I'd be like, yo, why do I come here every day? <laughs> I live here now. <laughs> the club is my house. <laughs> this is my home now. 
<laughs> the next song, which was uh, playing at uh, the beginning of the episode, June 5th slash Queens and Gods. That's a good mm, one, too. Yeah. I mean, uh, they're all good. They're, they're, yeah, no, they are. The, the thing about an EP, and honestly, the thing that Kanye might have figured out was that, like, people don't really miss when they put out short projects like that. Like, if you just get those seven songs, those... Push proved it. Cuddy proved yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yay, I, I'm kind of... <laughs> I mean, his album probably was the worst of yeah? those three. No. Nas's. Of Push it's Oh, I I meant of those three. Push, oh. Cuddy, and Ye. But Nas also did you it. You mean Tipsy Ghost, like for Cuddy? Oh, yeah. Okay. My yeah, bad. yeah, that's probably for I, that's so strange. But that, that's it's weird to say that though, because I still really appreciate all three of those projects. Yeah, I do appreciate Ye's, but there's there's uh, one song is enough for it to not be as perfect as yeah. <laughs> Daytona and Kitsy yeah, Ghost. No, it's definitely true. That's definitely true. And it's the first one. Um Yikes. Uh, I like Yikes. Oh, the intro shit. Yeah, the, uh, like, I'm bipolar. <laughs> yeah, what, what the fuck was that it's called? Like, I'm I got, bipolar. That's like the only song on that album that I don't remember the name of. Yeah, I think it had a weird... It had a, it had long, a title. long title. or something. It had a weird name. I, I thought about killing you. Oh, yeah, that was... Uh, it's, I remember that one. I mean, and it's not it's not bad per se. It's just that I'm not going to revisit it right. ever. I could oh, revisit every song that was the, on Daytona that was the song, and Kids. That was a song where his uh, epiphany was... um. I thought about killing myself, and I value myself more than I value you, so I definitely thought about killing you. Yeah, and I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm like, okay, yay. <laughs> but it's like we're going to, like, Kanye most definitely is going to have a documentary made about him at some point in the future. And He in certainly that documentary, will. And do you want to talk about Kanye right now? <laughs> Right now, <laughs> Should, or, or do you want do you want to finish up this Wale segment and then just talk about Kanye okay, again? Because <laughs> there's there's been some more some more stuff to talk about, but it's in a much more serious okay. light yeah. because he he seems like he's really yeah, going he, he, through he, something. Yeah, right seriously, now. like one hundred percent, like a full mental. And people are going to document this, and we're all going to see it, and we're all going to see how we react to it every time and it happened, and then we're going to be like, huh? Yeah. We'll talk okay. about that more in a second. <laughs> but uh, Wale's album, <laughs> Wale's shit is so good. I mean, the my favorite track is probably the outro one. It's called My Joe. And uh, it opens up with like this uh, this sort of choral, like, My Joe, mm-hmm. My Joe. Mm-hmm. It's fire. Wale always was a pretty spiritual guy. Oh, yeah. And that's, that's what that song feels like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 18 minutes, just just solid like Wale doesn't really like miss what his, his album before oh wow oh I never listened to Wow That's Crazy you never listened to Wow That's Crazy yeah, no, I never dude did. that's that's a fucking great album damn what I, I've revisited that more and more and I love really? it now yeah damn. yeah I gotta listen to that cause I, I listen to Shine and I really like Shine and obviously I, I've heard the albums before that but I just kind of like couldn't get excited there's something about wale that's not marketable and i don't know what it is <laughs> and that's what's that's what's so ironic about his career yeah. is that we all i haven't met a person who doesn't like a, a certain wale yeah. song you know you play lotus flower bomb everyone fucking mm-hmm. loves it there's no doubt but uh it's just like wale's dropping okay yeah <laughs> <You're just> like, <laughs> that's cool <laughs> it's like okay i'll listen to it eventually <laughs> I, I know i'll get yeah, around right. to it <laughs> or if i don't just i'll just hear the good songs because somebody yeah. will play them. or will but they? like the, the one before wow that's crazy i didn't listen to all the way through the one shine? that had a yes oh, i've really fucked with shine <laughs> See, that's 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 wale's career right there is us, is us going back and forth and be like oh you ain't heard that shit yeah. No. Oh, I really like Wale. Though. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> so we both fuck with Wale. We both haven't listened to all of his albums. That's just how it. That's just. I mean, you can't listen to every every album. Yeah, it's I just mean, not yeah, gonna happen. Does it? Yeah. But I do fuck with Wale though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did like Running Back, and that's another good back, example yeah. of how I liked the po- the hit song yeah, off of yeah, that. Yeah, that was the hit song. <laughs> Bitches want honey stack. Honey yeah, he has a song on there. Told me that he do. I used to play running uh, back. Columbia Heights, Teyamo. He, he had a lot of Spanish influence on that one. That's why I fucked with See, it and I feel like I probably did listen to it. I just never revisited like it that did, much. Because I had to be in your ear about that shit at that time. Because <laughs> it was 2017. Like, we were seeing each other every day. That's true. Yeah, we almost certainly talked about that quite a bit. 
But see, like, I just looked up Shine on Apple Music. and it, You don't have it saved? <laughs> God damn it, Cole. No, nah, but, like, listen to this. This is a good example as to why someone may not have this saved. Mm-hmm. I look up Shine, and these are the albums. Shine by Shine. The Light Pack by Joey Badass. Yeah. We All Shine by YNW Melly. Let It Shine. <laughs> the Disney Channel original <laughs> movie. Shine by Estelle. Testing by ASAP Rocky. What? <laughs> shine by Buddy. Live, Shine, Die. DC4 by Meek Mill. Shine. Shine by Wale. There wow. we go. Under. Wow. <laughs> it was that far yeah, down. That's crazy. <laughs> Apple Music kind of has, like, their search tool is, obvi- is easily the weakest part of their. Uh, oh, definitely. Oh, you know, I also did, like, my PYT, but that was the other. That was the other pop, the hit song. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, my PYT was on Shine. I thought that came out years before. It, it, it came out like a whole yeah, ass year it before it came out. out yeah, it. I remember that vividly because I really enjoyed that song ahead of the release of that mm-hmm. album. But uh, yeah, Wale's Wale's newest one was definitely a uh, was definitely a good one. The Imperfect Storm. Is that it? I think it is. Yep. Well, we talked about Wale. We talked about black. Talked about Kanye. We talked about black. Kanye, yep, we talked about um, Huey and Free. Boondocks. Huey and Free. Huey? Huey, Huey and, and Free. free. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. Huey and Free. Um, Huey and Riley. Huey and Riley. Got it. Got to talk about those. Dudes. You got to talk have, about Do they have like those bobblehead dudes of Huey and Riley? I don't I feel know. Like they, I'll have they to check them have out. To. Like, that would, if they got Westworld, they got to have Boondocks. You'd think so, but... That might have been a little bit before the time of those That's even fair. being created. No, I bet it was. Talk about Funko Pops. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking love them shits. <laughs> they cute as hell. <laughs> How much is it for each? Uh, it varies. Uh, character to character, you know. Uh, typically, but I've I've gotten plenty of these for like five or six. I I usually don't. It's like if I'm gonna spend money on one, I'm not spending over twelve bucks. Right. Right. I'm I'm. I'm not that desperate to have <laughs> these and have yeah. these. So yeah, but that was a good episode. Twas. It was a solid one. T- twas. Just twas. We'll slide it on yeah. in there. Slide yeah. it on in the lineup. Put it, You'll put listen it on the to backlog. it. And you know we can't go an episode without mentioning Keanu Reeves. Yes. Yes. Our father. Last last uh, episode we only mentioned him once, which was abysmal. And I know that we have also only mentioned him once today, but you know what? Fuck it, Keanu Reeves. That's twice. Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves. That's four. Have a great day. (laughs) And praise Keanu Reeves. That's five.